Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about music festivals. This week, Primavera Sound is taking over Barcelona, kicking off Catalonia's summer festival season. On this week's podcast, Filling the Sink drops in on Primavera to sample the atmosphere. We'll have music from up-and-coming Catalan artist Ben Nus and a guide to some of the festivals you can check out over the next few months. I'm joined today by Killian Shields. Hello, Killian. Hey, Lorcan. How are you? Good to see you as always. And Alan Reith-Troll. It's been a while, Alan. Hi, Lorcan. How's it going? Good. I'm here for a bonus track. For, for one night only, one yeah, week yeah, only, yeah, yeah. Alan's back. <laughs> well, it's good to see you. Uh, and you're both going to Primavera Sound, which is on this week. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're actually recording this on Tuesday, so before before it all happens. Uh, so, I mean, this is the biggest festival in Catalonia, isn't it? It's so well-known abroad. Biggest crowds, biggest names, it's big money too. But uh, on the music side of things, Killian, what are you looking forward to? Oh, there's so much, especially for me, the Friday. I'm really, really looking forward to that. We've got some of the biggest artists in uh, certainly electronic music at the moment. Fred again, absolutely huge, exploding on the scene over the past couple of years. We've got Fortet as well, an absolute legend over the past couple of decades. And Skrillex also, who's just an absolutely multi-genre talent. Uh, Daphne as well, a.k.a. Caribou, he's going to be closing off the night and... You've got other bands like New Order, Depeche Mode, Legends, Kendrick Lamar as well, like uh, one of the biggest rappers in the world as well. I'm really looking forward to all of that. And of course, don't forget Rosalia, the pride oh, of Catalonia. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You let us forget that. Homecoming. I've never Rosalia. seen her before. This is going to be my first chance to see her. Oh, I mean, really looking forward to that. Yourself for it, a huge show. Yeah, it's going to be a big show. Yeah, but actually, I think what I like most about, uh, about, about Primavera and this kind of festival is just like to walk around and, and enjoy whatever the festival has to offer. Like, let yourself be surprised by by the artists yeah. just like uh, playing. I, I remember a few years ago, actually, I discovered um, well, the artist popularly known as Christine and the Queens. I think he now goes by the Red Car. Uh, and he will be playing again this this year in Primavera Sound. So I'm very looking forward to to, to seeing him live again. It, it's also less stressful approach, isn't it? Because if you, if you try and follow the all the stage times and you're running from one place to another, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good a good way to do you it. You can kind of get lost in the, in the strictness of the timetables, can't you, a little yeah. bit? So I'm a little bit like that for Friday. I've got my artists that I absolutely want to see, but I think Thursday and Saturday, I can be a bit more free with it. But exactly to what you were saying, Alan, like just get lost in discovering new artists. I think that works best for Primavera because for two reasons, there's so many artists playing, so many that there's no chance you're going to know all of them. So you're absolutely going to discover something new, but also it covers pretty much any genre you can imagine, Primavera sound. Most others would have like a bit of like a genre that it would identify as, but Primavera, it's absolutely everything. You can get rock, you can get rap, electronic, yeah, R&B, urban music, jazz even. Uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it really started as, as an indie music festival, but now it's just like mainstream uh, music and like this genre uh, fluid but not just mainstream I would say like a lot of underground artists would be, yeah, would be playing true. as well a lot of like lesser known as well as the biggest names in the world yeah, yeah, Calvin Harris of course you know you want to talk about mainstream absolutely but it's the biggest names it attracts massive crowds as well hundreds of thousands of people attended uh, 56% of them were foreign in 2019 so that's interesting and uh, 120 million euros Primavera Sound uh, is worth to Barcelona on a single weekend edition that was back in 2019 there are lots of offshoots and parallel events now it's kind of growing into this uh, bit of a beast 
No, absolutely. Yeah, there's Primavera Pro, but then also Primavera a la Ciutat. So Primavera in the city. That's great. It's just free concerts, essentially, for the locals. You don't necessarily have to have a festival ticket. And the idea is just to get locals, let them enjoy a bit of the fun as well, who otherwise wouldn't have much interest in paying so much money for a full ticket. Free, but hard to get a ticket for as well. I mean, that's true. Sometimes they're a bit limited. All right. Yeah. And as well, they take place in Apollo and Razzmatazz, where obviously the capacity is limited. Well, now, thanks to a bit of podcasting editing magic, we're going to hear now from Gerard Escatchfolk, who is going, or who went, to Primavera on Thursday. I just arrived here at Primavera Sound, and it's, well, it's uh, music here, music there, music there, music here again. Oh, like, it's music everywhere, like music and thousands of people, like... Many of them are international, and to be fair, they have come from very, very far away. All right, how's it going? We're here at Primavera. My name is Finn Carroll, and I'm from New Mexico. My name is Sophie Carroll. I'm from New Mexico. We're siblings. Yeah. Yeah, we're here for, I mean, many people, but Drangang, New Order, Pink Panther S, a lot of people. Hi, my name is Jeff LaCroix. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I am Jennifer LaCroix from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we got the notification that Depeche Mode was going to headline one night, and I've seen them before. I loved them, and my wife has never seen them. We do a festival every year, and we just chose Barcelona and Primavera Sound. Uh, we're here all weekend, and then all next week into the weekend. Just going to explore, make the best of, you know, traveling 4,000 miles. You don't weekend that. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mireya, I'm from Valencia, and I live in Barcelona. My name is Ilse, I'm from Mexico, and I live here. Uh, my name's Curtis, uh, I'm from Wales, uh, but I've been living here for about five years. We were just at uh, Sudan Archives, that was really nice. We were at Ghost, it was really nice as well. Red Velvet, we're gonna see as well if we can. Yeah. The lineup for me this year is perfect, because really nice. there's like a bunch of big 80s bands that I love. We, ha- we had Pet Shop Boys yesterday, which was incredible. Um, good. We're going to see New Order tonight, and we're going to see Depeche Mode, so I'm really excited. To be fair, this is my first time here at Primavera Sound. I've never come here before, and I think I might not be the only one. Uh, well, hi, my name is uh, Renzo Galesio, also known as Lorenzo Di Coco. Lorenzo Di Coco from Lima, Peru, from the band Los Lagartos. One day we'll be here. To be completely 100% honest, uh, I didn't know uh, any of what ha- was happening. Uh, I saw that there was an early bird, so I said, I don't know Europe, fuck it, I'm going to come here. So we are here, the bands and the atmosphere, everything is great, except the prices. I haven't been to many music festivals, but if this is how other music festivals around the world look like, this is an amusement park. It's not a music festival. It's an amusement park. There's food. There's even like plenty of things to do. Like, that's not what I was expecting, to be fair. Well, for me, I mean, there, there are a lot of good festivals in the UK, but the weather's not so good. I don't really like camping either. With Primavera Sound, I really, they have a really eclectic lineup. There's a lot of good bands every year, and every year it's a little bit different. I used to really enjoy as well, like the amount of Catalan acts they had. And this year they don't have those many Catalan acts, which is a bit sad because I listen to a lot of Catalan music. So I would like to say that in the future, I want more Catalan music again. Yeah, I <laughs> you know, We've done Welcome to Rockville, we've done Sonic Temple, we've done uh, Riot Fest in Chicago. And this, this <laughs> is massive, it's spectacular. I think US festivals are different from Primavera or festivals in Europe in general. People 
honestly wear different like outfits and fashion. Like people are much more casual here. I don't know if it's just my music taste, but it has such amazing artists in terms of not being extremely mainstream pop. Like it just has a lot of cool like almost chiller artists who aren't like just extremely like rap, extremely pop yeah. hits. And especially compared to most American festivals where it's like about a subject, you have kind of everybody in one place and you're on the beach and it's like pretty good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that after walking around and meeting many new people, it's time to grab a drink and enjoy some music. Bye! Thanks very much to Gerard for that report. Uh, the big news this year with Primavera Sound too, Killian, is that it is not just happening in Barcelona, but Madrid as well. So because that has been a bit of a controversy, which has been running for the last couple of years. Will it, won't it? Precisely. I mean, yeah, it's, it's setting up now. But that said, there is an agreement in place at the moment to keep it in Barcelona until 2027. But after that, obviously, we'll see about the contracts. And this kind of stems just from previous issues that the organisers have had with the local council about various problems with renting the space at Parte del Forum. Gabi Ruiz, one of the directors of Primavera Sound, he's always accused the local council of seeing them as a bit of a nuisance and complaining that the city didn't believe in the festival. And of course, it goes without saying that Barcelona, Madrid, there's a little bit of rivalry there as well. So, you know, there's there's that edge to it as well. Yeah, exactly. It? Holding these threats to leave over them. And yeah. 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 But, but I think that if we, if we step like backwards, like it's also part of a, of a larger trend in the in the music festival industry, which you, you see festivals basically scaling up like in like holding the same festival twice or, or even like three times because yeah. uh, the lineup is pretty much identical as well yeah, yeah, yeah. i think like it would be identical but for just agenda problems that wouldn't coincide completely but essentially yeah, yeah. And actually and on, on the same week there, there'll also be another primavera sound festival in porto so like in in the matter of like two weeks like you, you have primavera sound barcelona primavera sound madrid primavera sound porto and all these artists like moving from city to city um which in, in a way like makes, a traveling circus yeah. a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> But but it also makes sense because like organizing these shows costs so much money that if you can uh, reduce a bit like the costs by like scaling up and saying like okay like you're moving uh, you're coming to Spain so uh, we're offering you like like these like different shows that you can that you can play so it's in a way like it's 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 um, makes it more worthwhile for the artist to make the journey and add those dates onto their tour I guess no yeah. they're doing the same in in Latin America this year they'll have basically like a very similar shows I think in in Sao Paulo in Buenos Aires in in Bogota as well and and like the whole idea is that uh, well the music industry has changed like a lot like over the past few decades artists can no longer leave off uh well record sales and streaming music doesn't uh, bring so much money so they need to, to hit the road and and tour and of course like people are desperate for live music especially after the pandemic and that helps explain i think uh the surge in in live music and, and of course like music festivals are not only in the center of the music industry but also of contemporary culture and and they are like touching on like big topics like in the environment, technology, they are at the center of these conversations too. 
one example of a festival, Killian, that's very much rooted in technology as well as the music side of things is Sonar, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. This is like the second biggest festival here in Barcelona, isn't it? That's absolutely right. Yeah. Music, creativity and technology. It's sort of its tagline. And Sonar, it's like much more electronic music based. Its 30th anniversary this year is paying tribute to club culture. Uh, Their website says that it's celebrating the DJ as a current day cultural symbol. And it's on from June 15th to 17th. And you're heading along to that one too? Yes, yes I am. Yeah, looking forward to that a lot. We've got some very interesting artists playing. Bicep, it's good Belfast boys. Good Belfast boys indeed. (laughs) Aphex Twin as well. Uh, Peggy Goo, Amelie Lenz, Little Sims. Eric Prides. He, he's obviously moved into a more alternative scene since Call On Me back in the day. Call On Me, which he, I believe he no longer plays it anymore because well, he sort of doesn't want to be associated with that. Right, but right. that looks like an amazing show, in fact, because it's not just a musical show. This goes back to the technology that you're saying. Sonar is like so focused on audio visual experiences as well. So this Eric Pride's show, it's, a, it's Eric Pride's Presents Hollow. I've seen some videos of it before and it looks like an incredible kind of visual performance as much as it is musical. And, and that's what Sonar is all about, like different technologies, mixing it with the sort of entertainment experience that can be offered. And like Primavera, there are multiple kind of side shows and, uh, and parallels as well, especially Sonar Plus D. Precisely, yeah. This is a sideshow that's a lot more focused on the new technologies. But not only is it performances, but there's also exhibitions, there's talks, discussions. It happens in the Sonar by Day part of the festival in the same location. And it's as much of a tech fair, really, as it is a music festival. And as we've spoken about before, it comes with this central theme. This year, it's artificial intelligence. It's going to address the possible ethical and social consequences of the use of artificial intelligence in music and audiovisual production. And the second major theme of the Sonar Plus D this year is how the art world is responding to the climate crisis. Uh, It's using performances driven by advanced technology aimed at sort of inviting the audience to think about the relationship with the planet in new ways. And also addressing the climate crisis, uh, Creelia, which is the other big festival here in Barcelona, the third of the big three, if you like, uh, is really pushing a sustainability agenda this year. So this is from 5th to the 8th of July, and it has bands like Placebo, Sigur Ross, Franz Ferdinand, and sustainability, uh, they're really putting that front and centre, Killian. Yeah, exactly. They're doing a couple of things like the drink cups that you get. They're not going to have any brand identity on them, no graphics. And the idea here is that they'll be able to be washed and reused at other events. That'll probably only work if other events allow outside cups to be used, but sure, we'll see what happens there. I mean, the interesting thing about Korea is quite a different festival to, say, Primavera Sound. 95% of the people that go to the festival are actually from here compared to, as we said earlier, like Primavera attacks a big international crowd, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Another thing that's really important about Cruia this year is that they're trying to limit the amount of generators that they use. Generators emit CO2. So that the idea here is that they're going to be able to work with Endesa, the electricity company here, to be able to provide more peak power from the grid in the moments that they need it. Aside from the festivals happening here in Barcelona, it's also been a historic year in terms of one-off concerts. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you, you cannot you cannot really um, overstate like <laughs> the, how big are the artists that are coming this this year to Barcelona. Of course, we've already had uh, Bruce Springsteen. We uh, did a podcast on that. Uh, <laughs> Elton John. Um, but but like the, there are like a lot of artists still coming. Um, like for instance, the the Who, Beyonce, uh, Maroon Five, uh, Bob Dylan, Juan Luis Guerra, Harry Styles, Iron Maiden, The Weeknd, Elvis Costello. I could go on, <laughs> but like, um, just to give a, like a, an idea. 
idea of like the, the the big names that are coming to Barcelona. And Barcelona City Council actually said that it's going to be a record year in terms of the, the venue that they run at uh, the Olympic Stadium there. Yeah, there was an article from uh, last December saying that they had uh, 140 events planned and they expected around a million and four hundred thousand visitors which is a lot but and, and it's like nearly double last year something ridiculous like that yeah and and they say it was it was going to be the first time that the olympic stadium sells out eight times but th- like that article is from last december and we were just checking here and and that doesn't include uh beyonce so <laughs> it was like a ninth time yeah. uh, so you can uh, imagine that there's even more events probably planned and so it, it was already like a record year in december and now i'm sure it, it's even more than that i suppose there's been a bit of a build-up of pressure after the pandemic we had so many cancellations you know i think elton john was meant to play here literally four years ago it's his farewell tour and, uh, you know, there's some other artists in a similar situation as well. So it just means that it seems like every weekend uh, and you live close by, you probably, you tune in into these concerts like just from your from your bedroom. Yeah, live music for <laughs> free. <laughs> whether My you like it or not. So happy, but <laughs> yeah, whether you like it or not, exactly. Um, well, we've had plenty of chat about music. It's time to listen to some now. Uh, this is Valeria, or better known as Ben Nuss. Uh, she's an upcoming artist from Sabadell. And uh, we caught up with her at Primavera Pro at the Meet Catalan Music Showcase. I'm Valeria. I have a project called Venus. My name is Valeria. I have a project called Venus, and I am from Sabadell. Now I live in Barcelona, and I just turned 23. Back in 2021, I posted my first EP called Al Nashamen, The Birth, because it was like doing The Birth of Venus by Botticelli. It was a little reference to that. Now in 2023, at the end of February, to end the worst month of the year, we released Bocata Rosa, the first full-length album. Bocata Rosa refers to someone lying on the floor face down. It speaks of the moment where you hit rock bottom, but you decide that from there everything must go up. I think what I do is pop. It's also a softer, more introspective, atmospheric electronica, but I still think it's electronic pop. First of all, I do the lyrics. I have a huge list of lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. I like prose, poetry. Then I work on the production. I make a soundtrack for the moments and memories that I have created. I compose at home. I do the demos and then move to the studio, which is where the magic occurs. But we try to keep some layers recorded at home because that is what makes it bedroom pop. So it feels homemade and it keeps its identity. 
Que al final es musicoterapia. It's like music therapy. You may feel bad, but it's not until you find the right words that you know how to get out of it. So making music or composing helps you ease tension. I think we need to put the handbrake on a little bit and ask who we are, what we do, and let's feel good. People told me my music left them in a state of peace, that it touched them at a very profound level, and this is very cool. It's more white. That was Ben News. Our thanks to her. Do check her out. And we actually have a video of her performing on our website as well, catalannews.com. Well, up to now, we've actually just been talking about Barcelona, but there's festivals happening all over the place in Catalonia. We should get out and about here a bit. Uh, the Costa Brava, Alan, is a good spot to go to if you want to check out some, some festivals. Oh, definitely, yeah. We have the Cap Roig Festival in Calella de Palafrugell. Uh, and also Porta, Porta Ferrada in San Feliu de, de Guixos. These are not really festivals. I would call them maybe more concert cycles. I don't yeah. know. If, if it's like a, a series of concerts. Yeah, it's like on, on weekend nights during the summer. I can imagine the vibe, you know, Mediterranean in the background, <laughs> you know, the stars Dress, in the sky, in <laughs> music yeah. in the air. Exactly. In Cap Roig, uh, it's in Calella de Palafrugell, at the Jardí Botànic de Cap Roig. So it's like, like a very beautiful... Botanic gardens. Uh, yeah, very beautiful uh, setting. Uh, some of the artists playing there are like Rod Stewart, Ara Malikian, uh, Nora Jones, and also Catalan artists like Silvia Pérez Cruz, uh, Stay Homas or Damaris... Damaris Jalabert. Stay homeless, who, you know, everyone uh, got into during the pandemic. They kept us entertained when we were all exactly. in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And in Porta Ferrada, you have the likes of uh, Tetra Tull, Jorge Drexler, uh, Ben Harper, and even the Argentine comedy and music group Les Luthiers. So it's uh, like for all tastes. All for, tastes. Yeah. Uh, but the vibe is a bit different uh, than if we went to some of the festivals with rock in their name. Like Canet Rock, Cabro Rock. Cabro is like, what? Cabro? Asshole? No? It's yeah, like, no, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good name for a festival. Yeah, I've been to, to Cabro Rock, actually, yeah. with, a, with a friend of mine. It was, uh, it was fun. Uh, and it's like a completely different vibe. Like, that is a festival. Yeah, and, and also like in terms of the artists who play there, it's like I would say it's almost 100% uh, local Catalan uh, artists, especially pop and, and rock bands. Like the Cabro Rock takes place in, in Vic, in Central Catalonia. The Canet Rock uh, takes place in Canet de Mar, uh, so by the by the sea. And there are like actually some some of the artists are playing uh, in both festivals. Like you have uh, Azamix de las Arts, you have the Tayets, uh, who I think we... Yeah, we did a podcast yeah. with the Tayets. I went <laughs> like, to speak to one of them. Yeah, they're, they're doing brilliant. I'm he- I hear them on the radio all the time. <laughs> so you're, you're already familiar with these Catalan yeah. artists. So Canet Rock is on 1st of July. Cabro Rock is on June 16th and 17th. Uh, another one maybe in a similar vibe is Acampara Joba on July 13th to 15th. Exactly, yeah. And this is kind of the same style of music as Cabro Rock, Canet Rock. But the big difference here is that it also has a political side to it. It's a festival that's actually organised by the youth group of Esquerra Republicana, the pro-independence party. What? I didn't realise that. I saw the posters and it's all like kind of anti-fascist and that. So si, 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 si. That's it, that's it. And then the one that we haven't mentioned, the big one, is Vida Festival as well, Kelly. Exactly, yeah. I think it's probably the fourth biggest in Catalonia, the biggest outside Barcelona. It takes place in Villanova y la Geltru every year. Just um, down the coast from us here. Yeah, lovely part of the country. Uh, from June 29th to July 1st. And we've got some big headliners uh, from Aurora, Las Vegas, Jorge Drexler, 
Uh, Nino de Elche, Panda Bear and Sonic Boom, Suede, The Libertines. The Libertine, big, big Libertine, festival. Libertine's still going. There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big festival. Well there, well, there you have it. We have loads of festivals to check out this summer, all through June, July, August. Uh, loads of music happening all around Catalonia. And uh, to keep up to date, if you want to check the dates, the prices, anything like that, uh, we've got all the information on catalannews.com. Time now for our Catalan phrase. And you're back for one week only, Alan. I suppose you'll... You, I'll do the honours. You do the honours. <laughs> I mean, we talked a, a lot about, like, different music genres. Uh, so I thought that a good phrase would be Sobre gustos no hay res escrit. Sobre gustos. So, uh, on tastes, there's nothing written? Yeah, Literally? You, no. you can like <laughs> pop, rock, yeah. reggaeton, electronic music. Like, there's a festival for you, <laughs> for sure. Sobre gustos no hay res escrit. Exactly. And that's all we've got time for today. Thanks very much for joining me, Alan and Killian. Thanks Thank very much for having us. Thanks to you, Lorcan. Great to have you back, Alan. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks to everyone who contributed to this week's podcast. And thanks, of course, to you for listening. We're back again next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, for me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adios.